Hey everybody, okay. welcome to a very special edition of the Royals FC show. We have a super awesome guest with us here today. It was the most requested guest from our fan poll. Our fan poll, we have the one and only Brittany Ratcliffe on the show with us today. Hi everyone, this is so exciting. Oh, this is super exciting. So, um, before we get into the questions that we normally go into... Uh, we have a few fan questions slash comments. Uh, okay. So friend of the show, Lucas, says, we should nickname you Fear because you destroy courage. Oh, that's actually very clever. Um, I don't have a problem with it, but yeah, I would, yeah, that's, thank you, Lucas. That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another question is, so what's the story about the bow? Why is the bow in your hair and why is it always orange? Okay, so I went to school at the University of Virginia, and our colors are blue and orange. And my second year of college, uh, all my teammates had long blonde hair, and my parents, who sit up in the the nosebleed section, like would look down on the field, and they were like, "We can never tell who you are. You guys all look the same. You're all blonde. Um, maybe you should like dye your hair like green or pink or something, so we can like we can tell you apart from everyone else." And I was like okay, well, I don't think I'm going to do that. So I was like, okay, I'll just go to the craft store. And I bought um, a bright orange. I bought the brightest color I could find, and it was orange. And I've been wearing that in my hair since second year of college. And it's the same ribbon. And it just kind of stuck, and I and I liked it. My parents could tell me apart from everyone. So that's kind of the story behind it. That is awesome. So it's the same yeah. ribbon. Yeah, same ribbon. So it's like... Eight years old? I don't. I don't even know that. I'm bad with numbers, but it's pretty old. Wow, that is cool. So, yeah. um, Andrew Knight says, "I won your pride jersey. Can I get your bow so I can frame them together?" That's probably going to be a no, understandably. Unfortunately, that's going to be a no, just because I've had it for so long. But I have no problems giving you like a replica or like something that looks like it. Party, party. That is so cool. Eight years. Yeah, he's super old. Years. It's vintage. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, maybe this is just me, but I lose everything. So oh, to be able to so hold on to something for eight years, that's cool. Especially yeah, those. I um, yeah. It's, well, luckily, I always keep it in like the netting of my soccer bag, so that's good because I lose everything as well. Like that's I always have to carry a purse with me because I put things down and then I lose them and then I freak out. So. It is surprising that I've kept it for this long, so I'm proud of myself for that. It's a cool story. It's a very cool yeah. story. Thank you. All right, so slide tackling, making a 180 spin, chipping in a perfect <laughs> one-touch. Is this a typical drill done in a Laura Harvey training session? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. Um, it kind of happens so fast. I wish I could. I like when um, people get interviewed and they're, like, walking through the goal and they have these these great analytical answers, like, I saw the keeper was out, like, blah, 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 and I really don't have any analysis. I just, like, I knew I could, if I reached for it, I was like, oh, okay, I might get this tackle, because if she blows by me, they're on a counterattack. So I, when I got the ball, I was like, oh, that worked out well, and then I just kind of shot it. It was 100% a reaction, and obviously, you, pra I've been playing soccer for so long, you kind of know where the net is, and mm -hmm. I just shot it. I had my head down, I didn't even look up, and then when I looked up and I saw it was going in the net, I, I like blacked out. I just started yelling and freaking out, and it was just, it happened all so fast, but it was, it was really exciting. 
Yeah, what a goal that was. Definitely a top moment of the season. Yeah, it was definitely, exciting. Definitely one for the history books. Um, yeah. That, that, that Courage team is obviously, you know, the Royals have had excellent performances against that, but they've been on a tear. So They're so good. They're a great team. So the latest trade, uh, McKenzie coming over from the Courage, you obviously were teammates in college. What's that yes. like to have her around? If she's in town yet, I don't know if she is. Well, she she's in town, but we're actually away on an away trip. So we've been in Portland and Seattle. So I unfortunately haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with her, but I got to see her and then we like headed off. But I'm really excited to have her. I'm We were in the same grade, so I've known her for four years. And then we've been in the league together. So I always see her on away trips, always like get coffee or something. Um, so it's exciting to have like a UVA. I know Becky's from UVA, but I obviously didn't go to school with Becky. So it's mm-hmm. nice to have someone... Um, who I've known for, for so long on the team, and I'm really excited. And um, I'm excited to have her. I'm excited for her to get healthy and then come back next year and just get back to where she was. Where she was. Sweet, sweet. What do you think, um, like, a lot of Royals fans haven't seen her play. What do you think folks can expect from her, her style of game? I think she is, she's very athletic, like, fast, strong, good on the ball, and... Um, when we were at, and she was obviously on the flash and the courage and they were a very like attack, like high attacking team. So she scored some goals for them. And in college, she just had a nose for the goal. She's always scored like every game. If she didn't score, it was, it was weird. So, um, I think just, she's fun to watch. Like I said, athletic, fast, strong, and she knows how to score. So I think it'll be good for us. Cool. Cool. All right. So second to last fan question. Um, (laughs) So, it's pretty evident that you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yes. <laughs> um, Athlete Burner Account wants to let you know that he is also a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And what is your favorite player on that team? Oh, wow. That's a tough question. I'm not, like, a super fan. Like, I couldn't tell you Carson Wentz's stats and all that stuff. But I really, this past year, I really appreciated Nick Foles. Like, Carson Wentz crushed it. And obviously, everyone would say Carson Wentz is, like, the best but when he got hurt I think a lot of even Philadelphia fans were like oh no like this was our year and now it's not our year anymore but then Foles came in and just like crushed like I don't know I think the whole team just embodies like Philadelphia and underdogs and just whatever I like um I would say Foles and I can't remember his name oh my gosh I can't remember his name but he gave a speech at the parade and it was I'll have to get back to y'all. I'll, like, tweet his name or something, but he was awesome. Sounds. Uh, I'm going to have to look. I, can I look it up while I'm on the phone? Yeah, right of now? course. Can I do that? Yeah, no no problem at all. Okay. Um, let's see. If you can ask me other questions while I'm doing this. Yeah, um, you bet. You bet. So, uh, this is the last fan question, and it's from Miles Dunn. Okay. And this is a good one. So... What is one teammate of yours that you would not want to get in a bar fight with? A bar fight. Whew. Um, I'm trying to think. Honestly, none of my teammates. I think on the uh, on the outside, we all we're all like nice girls, but I wouldn't mess with any of my teammates. That's a tough one. I try and like stay out of a lot of fights, so because <laughs> I'm not very big and I'm not very. Uh, I could, I could hold my own, but I try and stay out of all the fights, so I don't really have a great answer for that. 
Um, I'm sorry. I have no, no idea. No, None of my teammates, actually. No that, That's my answer. But that's kind of concerning. Uh, Do you all get in bar fights in the locker room? or? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just think we're, we're tough girls. And we, like I said, we put on this exterior that we're like sweet and nice. But don't mess with us, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And um, the Eagles was Jason Kelsey. When he gave that speech at the parade, because I was at the parade when they won, I like lost my, it was so cool. And it was just a very inspiring speech. And it was all about the team. Like he didn't make it about himself. It was all about the team. So Jason Kelsey. Sweet. Sweet. All right. So cats, dogs, or other? Uh, I would have to say both, but I, I love dogs. But I love, I think I love cats more because I just feel like they don't, they don't get the appreciation they need, you know? Like, cats are chill, but I like them both. I love all animals. I don't, I don't discriminate. Oh, for sure. For sure. They're the best. All right. So, what was your first impression of Utah? Uh, well, when we got here, uh, there was snow on the, like, my first impression was it was beautiful. And then my second impression was it's really cold here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. And I'm just, I'm from New Jersey, so it's, I've obviously been in the cold, but Utah was a whole other level. Like, there was the altitude, it was cold, but I love, like, waking up every day, and you go outside, and you just see, like, mountains. And in Jersey, we have, like, hills. I think the biggest hill I've ever seen is, like, in my backyard. Uh So, it was cool, like, waking up and seeing, like, such beautiful things that I had never saw before. So, I would say beautiful. Cool. So, what would you say is your favorite part about Utah? Let's see. Like the place or the team? Um, both, if you want my answering. Um, let's see. Well, the place, like I said, beautiful. And there's a lot of stuff to do, like, outside. Um, we went on a hike to Blood Lake the other day for 4th of July and just, like, hung out by the water. And then I went to Donut Falls. So there's just, like... There's always something to do outside, and the weather's great. And then in terms of the team, I just love how we all get along. I would I would say there's no, like, animosities, no clicks. Like, there's just – we're a good team, and we all love each other. And for being so new, like, a lot of teams in the league have been together for so long, but we're brand new. We've known each other for four or five months now, and I think we get along great, and it's, like, one big family. And so I love – I just love waking up every day playing soccer with my friends and in a beautiful place. Living the dream. Yeah. Living the dream. So it seems like you've been sightseeing a little bit. Is there like a place on your radar that you really want to go see? I've heard um, Secret Lake is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I want to I wanna go see that. Um, but I feel like if you have any suggestions, I'm, I'm down for them. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, won't say no. <laughs> You know, that whole Cottonwood Canyon area is is pretty great. And then, yeah. obviously, the winters are nice, but they're, like, a ways out. But there's a bunch of lakes there. And then I'm sure, you know, just everything in southern Utah. Yeah. That's the gist of it. Utah's a cool place. It's a cool yeah. place. It's sweet. So, obviously, I mean, I know you all stay super busy. And, you know, obviously, you know, rest, recovery, and things are important. But... What does the average sort of off day look like? Off day. So for me, I would say sometimes if I wake up and I like want to get an extra workout and I'll go for like a short jog, nothing crazy, or maybe do some stretching. But for the most part, we practice like 
every day. And we, we don't get many off days, like maybe one or two a week. So I think for those off days, I really just like, I take the off day. I'm like, you know what? This is my day to rest and just take time for me. Um, but usually I'll like watch a movie. I have, um, a movie pass and I love movies. Like I'm always watching a movie. I don't watch TV shows. I'll watch a movie. So I've been going to the movies a lot. So that's been fun. Cool. 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 What other, uh, I guess, hobbies do you have off the pitch? (sighs) Hobbies. God, I, everyone always asks me, like, do you have any hobbies? And I always feel terrible saying no, because <laughs> I feel like I should get a hobby and be practical. But like I said, I like watching movies. I, um, I've been reading, a, I went to the thrift store, actually, and I um, bought a book on coding. Because I just, I like, if I like, if I'm reading, I like to learn something. I mm-hmm. kind of miss college and being uh, stimulated mentally and learning and taking tests and stuff. So got a book on coding and then I have a book on like cars and like how they work and how to fix them and stuff like that so if I'm not at the movies I'll usually be reading or trying to teach myself something how to cook work on cars codes whatever I can find and learn that's usually what I'm doing that's that's awesome that's awesome yeah what did you study um in Virginia media studies oh cool. so uh yeah it was cool I uh I don't really know what I want to do post-soccer. I grew up, like, playing soccer my whole life, and that's all I've ever wanted to do. Um, but I really liked my major. We basically um, analyzed, like, movies and the news and TV and how what is portrayed in the media affects society and how we see things. So it was super interesting and very relevant, I think, to what's going on in today's world. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. That yeah. stuff is so interesting. It's all super the, interesting. The symbolism and deconstructing different yeah. things yeah that's that's awesome super applicable too like you said yeah. to today's world um all right so bringing it to footy you just said that obviously you played soccer your whole life what's your your soccer story i guess what got you into it uh well i played everything growing up i think i started playing sports when i could walk my parents were like you're gonna go play sports um, so I played soccer, basketball, softball, karate, dance, gymnastics. I did it all. And then as I got older, I had to like limit it because there's only so much time in the day. Mm-hmm. And I actually was super into, um, soccer obviously and softball. I really wanted to double sport in college. Um, but then I just wound up sticking with soccer and I got recruited and then I went to, I went and visited UVA and I met, the coaches and all the girls. And I was like, this is where I want to go. They always say you have this like aha moment. Mm -hmm. And when I met, when I met the girls, I was like, this is where I want to be. And then spent four years there, loved it. And then I got, I was fortunate to get drafted. I, um, I almost didn't enter the draft because I didn't think anyone would want me. I was like, ah, like I'm going to enter. No one's going to want me. Like I might just be done with soccer, but, um, Everyone was like, eh, who cares? Like, it's not going to hurt you to enter. And I entered the draft, and I was very fortunate to get drafted to Boston. And I was like, I, like, cried. I was actually in, um, so I, I was taking, I wanted to graduate early just in case, like, I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. So I was actually in um, class. I was in a J-term class. It was a month-long class. And I was giving a presentation on something. And my phone rang because I knew the draft was going on. And I wasn't watching it because I didn't think anyone was going to want me. And I get a phone call from a Boston number, and I'm in the middle of a presentation. Wow. And I 
Yeah. And I like look at the teacher and I look at my teammate who's in the class with me and like I just paused and I just grabbed my phone and I ran out of the room. I didn't say bye. I didn't say anything. And I like took the call and I was like, hello. And they were like, this is so, this is so-and-so from the Boston Breakers. We're going to draft you. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay. And then they're like, we're not sure yet. We have to wait till our turn comes up. So I went back in the class and tried to finish my presentation. Then they called back again. So I had to leave again in the middle of the presentation and they drafted me. It was great. I said, yes. And then I come back in and I have tears in my eyes because it was so exciting. And I, it was like so surreal. And my teacher was obviously like not happy. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? And I was like, I paused and I was like, I just got drafted. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And like, Oh, it was, it was very unconventional, but looking back on it, it was, it was, it's really funny. Hindsight's hindsight's very funny. And then Boston went to, um, played my first year in Boston. Then I was in Kansas city, my second year. And then unfortunately Kansas city folded, but luckily Utah picked us up and that's kind of my story. That is so cool. That is so cool. Um, so what was, I guess, the process like coming to Utah? I know Lola Bonta told me that she found out through Snapchat. Um, (laughs) is there, I guess, what, what was that like for you? Was it a call in the middle of the night or? So we had, um, kind of heard like talkings of it when our season was coming to an end. And, um, like I, I don't know how this sounds bad. I don't know how sports works or like what goes on behind the scenes. I just go out there and do my job, play soccer and go home. So we kind of heard the talks. Uh, like we might fold, someone might pick us up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and I wasn't going to believe it. So I saw it. I was still convinced we were going to go back to Kansas city. And then I think we got, it was a conference call. They emailed us and they were like, come on a conference call. And then they told us, they were like, Utah's going to buy us. And I was like, what? This stuff actually happens. Like it was, it was very crazy. And then, so then we were like, okay, we're going to Utah. And then Deloitte and all our management was emailing us and I knew right away when they started emailing us and asking us questions about equipment, travel, like I was like, this place is legit. Like they, they want us to be the best in the league and they want us to be represented and they want it to be as professional as it can be. And they have lived up to that expectation. Like when we, when we got here, it was unlike anything I've ever been a part of. So I'm so thankful. Like everything, I think everything happens for a reason and, I loved Kansas City and I loved my time there, but it's yeah. Hello. Oh, oh hello. Okay, sorry. No, no, sorry. <laughs> that is that is cool. Um, so backtracking just a little bit. So okay. growing up, did you have any like favorite soccer teams then and now, or players that you really looked up to? watched a lot of the EDL English Premier League when I was growing up and I loved Wayne Rooney when he was on Manchester United like um god the team was so it was like Wayne Rooney Ronaldo like all of them that was when I was watching them were all on the same team they were like a squad they won like the FA Cup the EPL like they just won so much and I just loved watching that team specifically Wayne Rooney just because I felt he was like a hard worker like Hard nose, just like did what he had to do to score goals, anything he could to score goals. So loved watching him. And then Ronaldo, when he was like growing up, it was, I had never seen someone play like him before. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, this guy's legit. So I would say 
that that era of Manchester United. I just love that whole team. Cool. It was great. Did did yeah. did you hear about the Ronaldo news that broke about like forty five minutes ago? Is he going to Juventus? He is. It was confirmed. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I heard um again I heard rumors and I, I'm naive in the sense that uh Hello. It's crazy. He's he's doing so well. Oh yeah. He's doing it's, so well. It'll be it'll be an interesting jump. Um for yeah, sure. For sure. So um obviously you're this sort of winger striker. Uh, is where you play on the pitch, but is there another position on the field that you like to play? Uh, that's about, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, I've always, I've always played forward. I've never, um, not been on the front line. I used to play center forward, but I feel like as, as I've gotten older, I've kind of moved to the wing, but I can play in a two front. I can play the two forwards. I can play wing. I can play center forward. So anything in the front line, is great. Anything that goes to the back line, I wouldn't say I'm the strongest defender, but <laughs> hey, if I if I have to, anything I can do to play, I'll play, but I think people would prefer me to stay as far away from Arnett as possible. <laughs> well, uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that was a great tackle, but I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, so, what would you say is the best part about your game? My game? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's tough. Um, I know it's a cliche answer, but I really think hard work is everything. Um, cause I think it's something you can control. Like some days if your touch is off or you just, you're not making the right decisions. Like if you work hard and do everything you can to like, if you lose the ball, get it back. If you work hard to defend, work hard to like get in front of them and support your players. I think that's something you can always control. And I like to think I, I try and work hard. You can ask, um, my coaches and my teammates and stuff, what they think, but I like to think that I work hard every time, every opportunity I can. So I think that would probably be the best part of my game is probably that. Cool. Cool. Um, so you've sort of been in this position where you fluctuate, fluctuated from starter to bench, back to starter, and so forth, and now you're sort of, I guess, in this role as a super sub who's really coming in and making an impact in, in every game. Uh, what is that sort of transition for you, physically and mentally? Oh, from going to starting to not starting to all that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's hard, obviously. Like, I think all of us, you're not, you're not a professional athlete. You didn't get to where you are if you didn't want to be a starter and you didn't want to be, like, the best player on the team. Like, that's – I would say everyone in the league at some point was the best player on their team growing up, and then you just always want to be the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Um, like, starting's obviously great, but then, like, not starting and not getting in the games, it's hard. But I think the thing that helps me get through it is – and I've, I've said this in interviews before um, – if I never play and we win – that's all that matters to me just because I'm really loyal and I, I'm really into like team dynamics and whatever is best for the team, then that's all that matters to me. If I'm not, if I'm not playing well and I don't deserve to start, then that's fine. If the game plan doesn't call for me, then there's nothing I can do about it. But as long as I go into practice and do the best I can and we win, whether that's me starting, whether that's me not starting, whether that's me coming in as a sub, then that, that's all I can do. And I think that's kind of what makes it easy for me is just worry about the team. 
That's cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, so what is your greatest accomplishment on the pitch? Oh, wow. That's... I know that's a tough that's question. Tough. That is tough. Um, greatest accomplishment. Let's see. That's hard. I Because I feel like... Um, I don't know if this is a great answer, but I feel like in each stage of my life, I have had different accomplishments. So in club, I'm... God, that was forever ago, but I'm sure we won a tournament or something. And either I scored like the winning goal and I would say when I was 14, that was my greatest accomplishment. And then in college we had, uh, let's say we had a game again. Oh, I remember we had a game against Notre Dame and um, we won with like 30 seconds left and I just happened to score the winning goal. And then in pro, like when I scored my first goal, that was like, I like cried on the field. <laughs> um, so it's, I think it's hard to say there's, at least for me, there's one great accomplishment just because there's so many phases in soccer. Like my, t- my team and club was different. My experience in college was different. My experience in Boston was completely different than it was in Kansas City. And it's different here. Um, so I would say each year has had a different accomplishment. And I wish I could give a better answer than that, but. I just feel like as long as I get to play and I do something good in the game, then at that moment, that's my greatest accomplishment. No, that's a fantastic answer. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so what is your, like, greatest accomplishment off the pitch? Or, like, is there, like, a fun award that you've ever, like, been granted? Did you ever win, like, a spelling bee or something like that? <laughs> I, um, I won most athletic in high school. So oh, cool. That was, that was super exciting. Yeah, I, um... That was sweet. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything in college that was that was really cool. Um, God, I re- this interview is making me seem super lame. <laughs> um, no, this is so much fun. I'm really this is this is really cool. Yeah, I can't say I have a a super cool accomplishment. I know as soon as I hang up this phone, I'm gonna be like, oh, I should have said that. But um, I'd probably say most athletic in high school, off the top of my head, was cool. That's not a bad award to win. It's definitely <laughs> sure do not a bad award to win. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite color? Favorite color? Uh, yellow. Okay. Favorite food? <laughs> favorite food. Hmm. I love desserts, like any dessert, but I'd probably have to say, like, like a good brownie or like a good like brownie or cookie either of those i can eat them every day solid choice what's that like um balancing like love for desserts or love for food and like trying to be healthy because god is it a it is a constant struggle (laughs) and i'm definitely not the best at it i um i uh, when i was growing up my uh like i get my sweet tooth from my dad like he sometimes will have like a hershey bar for for dinner and like my mom will sometimes eat like a donut for breakfast and just like I don't know we always grew up like you only live once like (laughs) eat what you want to eat and um as I've gotten older I'm like well you can't have like a McDonald's hamburger before a game that's not ever gonna be okay um (laughs) but I would say like I feel like as long as I eat healthy during the day like get a good breakfast get a good lunch get a good dinner sometimes I'll reward myself with like like a handful of chocolate covered raisins or like a brownie but as long as i don't eat the whole box yeah then i can sl- i can sleep happy at night but i would say 
it's bad, but I would say once a day or every other day, I probably, I probably have a sweet, which isn't good, but moderation is key. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta be you. You get, you gotta <laughs> live your life. I can't change who I am. It's yeah. been 24 years and I've had sweets every day and I've tried to change it, but that's just me. Yeah. If you cave, you cave. I don't, I don't blame yeah. you. You know, I could, I could never even come close to being professional anything athlete wise. Yes, you just can. Diet. You're doing your just professional diet. doing this. <laughs> mm. So, um, what is your favorite, I guess, vacation spot or place that you visited so far in your life? Jersey Shore, all day. Jersey Shore. I, yeah, I'm from, um, obviously I'm from, but South Jersey. Okay. So, yeah. So we, my family would always get, like, my extended family, we would always, like, rent a house um, in this, rent, like, a little, like, condo. So, like, one year it was in Brigantine, another year it was in Sea Isle. My family has a house in Ventnor. So just, like, anywhere, like, anywhere from Atlantic City and down, that's, that's my spot. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, so places you haven't traveled to, where would you like to vacation? I would love to go to Hawaii. I feel like that just seems like so cool or anywhere that has, um, clear blue water. So I'm sure if anyone has been to the Jersey shore, the water (laughs) isn't the most beautiful thing in the world. It's green, but I would love to go somewhere that just like Bahamas, Hawaii, Anywhere that has water where you can see the bottom, that would be really cool for me. Very cool. Very cool. Um, All right. So last question. What do you want fans to know about you? And or is there anything that you want to tell to fans slash listeners? That's funny you say that because I before we ended the podcast, I wanted to say something to the fans. Um, I, I... I think obviously I said the best things I liked about Utah was, was um, the mountains and it's beautiful and the weather and all this stuff. But having been in Utah and been a part of this organization for the past like four or five months, the fan base and the support that we have from y'all is unmatched. Like it's so funny. I'll be walking down the street or I'll go to Target or something and people are like, you're Brittany Ratcliffe. Like I love, I was just at y'all's game. Like you guys are doing great. Like, and it, that's unheard of because I would be other places and no one knows who I am. No one knows what the NWSL is, but I just feel like Utah has really gotten behind us and really supported us. And I think the reason we are doing so well and the reason this organization can be what it is, is because of the fans, like our home opener when there were 19,000 people there unheard of. I've never been a part of that. And it's not just people are there because they have to be, it's they're there because they want to be. And I can't thank y'all enough. And, Thank y'all for letting me do this podcast and supporting us and buying our jerseys and buying our shirts and buying season tickets. It's, you don't know how much it means to us because we can't have a league without fans and y'all are the best fans ever. So thank you for that. Oh man, I'm going to (laughs) cry. No, don't cry. I cry enough for the both of us. (laughs) Um, But seriously, this has been an awesome interview. Thank you for joining us and you are welcome to come back anytime. 